You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Today I'm joined by... I'm not joined. We're all co-hosts. <laughs> my, my fellow thing, co-hosts. I don't know why I even say that. My thanks fellow for co- inviting me today. Yeah. I appreciate oh, it. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm. My uh, co-hosts today, Brandon and Chase, and I'm Greg. And um, Chase, we were just talking, you've got a 50 miler coming up. I do. And it's been mm-hmm. a bit of a journey getting to this point. Like a, like a 50 mile uh, car drive? Yes. Or yeah. like what's your. Yeah, exactly? yeah, I'm just going to drive for 50 miles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so he's been preparing for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah he's got, been... he got his oil changed. So you got your Tex Mex trail mix I over here. Did yeah. get my oil changed yesterday, though. Yeah. Yeah. Back, so yeah. So he's getting ready. He's mm-hmm. been sitting a lot so he could get his <laughs> buns used to it. I actually have been sitting a lot. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 50 mile trail running race next weekend oh yeah. wow well, yeah. you got time to train yeah i'm gonna start yeah. i'm gonna start training today yeah i'd taper pretty soon though <laughs> like if you start this afternoon and then taper by tonight i think, yeah. be good. <laughs> I think I should yeah. be good. Right. it's about what my plan's consisting of <laughs> yeah so where is this 50 mile race so which one is it i'm running the dead horse ultra which is in moab it starts at the gemini bridges you can see dead horse point is that the idea somewhere no. Along the line? No? okay i don't know you definitely can't um <coughs> but at least from what i understand you can't um but it it runs i think it's the gemini bridges parking lot just right on the side of the road We're heading into moab on the north side starts there and you kind of run up and you run through to the actual like trailhead of gemini bridges then you run back in and it's it links together like mag seven gemini bridges and like a couple other trails in that mountain bike trails in that area so it's it's pretty mellow race 50 miles um six thousand feet of elevation gain so not a ton of elevation um which is great i've been having some nice it band problems that we talked i think we talked about it earlier on in earlier episodes um, the problems have pretty much subsided, but it's kept me from putting on, putting in as, as long as miles as I was hoping for. And you've been, you've been biking a lot. Yeah. Like I've been riding my training, my mountain bike and mountain bikes is such a low impact. Um, and it hasn't really, it, it doesn't hurt my IT bands. And we had, uh, some races for Weber state. They ended that, a couple weeks ago. Um, yep. that I rode in and <laughs> that, you, that you rode in and won <laughs> and competed well. Um, and so that my focus had kind of shifted back and forth. I mean, keep in mind, I've had 11 weeks to train for this from when I decided to do it, mm. two of which I completely didn't well, run. Let's to go over my... the basics. So your longest trail run before the, before you signed up for it 11 weeks ago was 
30 miles. You ran a 30 mile? Which was the wow. day before I signed up. <laughs> so it's, it's, which was which one? Which no, was, I just, just I've just ran that far. Well, it wasn't 30. a race. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, okay. it was the King's Peak when we backed King's oh, Peak. Oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, was, which was the first time. Yeah, that was. That crazy. was the longest I'd ever ran in my life. Okay. Um, and then the next day I was like, cool, let's run an ultra. So I signed <laughs> yeah. up for an ultra. That was eleven weeks ago. I had had really bad IT band problems. I had one run. I everything was really really good. I'd done six and seven miles consistently. Th- three or four times a week without any problem and i went and did um we want to do like a half marathon distance so 13 just over 13 miles we ran sardine and added a few other little trails to it and it ended up being <clears throat> around 3,000 feet elevation 2800 elevation gain and i felt so good my splits were like like 825 whoa um yeah, which great. was like way faster than i'd been training i was like yeah. super felt super good well next morning i woke up and like couldn't walk my at bands hurt so bad it's like crap like we're back to square one so i did not run for two weeks straight up didn't even it hurt, it hurt to walk mm. um i remember we were i was like crossing the street and a car was coming and it like hurt to like run off the street i was like what the heck yeah, that's pretty bad I, i'm supposed to run 50 miles yeah. and so i took off Completed it run for two weeks, and then that was only like three weeks ago. Um, so I've only been running like fairly consistently for the last three weeks, and it's been low miles. I'm I'm in school, <laughs> working. It's just been really busy, and so I'm trying to I've been trying to run here and there. But realistically, I've had about eight weeks to train, and haven't really taken up that eight weeks to. Well, to the fullest. such is life, but um, you've been biking. I mean, you're in pretty good shape, general shape. Yeah, I, I'm in decent shape. Like I I went, I can run 10 miles, 13 miles, and like it's it's not hard for me. It's That's like I can go do that in the morning and then go work all day. Um, so physically, I'm I'm fine. It's just, I just 50 miles is a injury. lot. Yeah. I have an injury and 50 miles is a lot longer than I've ever ran. So I'm not overly worried. My goal right now, if you're an ultra runner and you're listening to this, you might be laughing. I don't know. I haven't done this before. My goal is to do it in nine hours, um, which that, is like a that would be a good time. Which is like a ten fifty mile. Um, that's a that's is, extraordinary. Is there because a ton of vertical on this? No, six thousand. Oh yeah. So, okay. So like the winning times, the winning times have been like, I think the 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 course record is like in the fives oh wow uh, just, that's sixes. really it's fast. like it's like it's like 550 i i think i i could be wrong but it's mm. it, it it's a fast course because there's not a lot of elevation the last 20 miles i've heard is almost like running on the road because it's just slick rock um so which i'm really i'm more worried about that than anything because yeah that's hard on your knees um and it's at the end the last 20 miles and it's not a road so it's uneven and yeah so i mean my goal right now is nine the cutoff is 12 and a half hours my my overall absolute goal is to just not miss the cutoff um but i don't know nine hours i would be happy if i finished in 10 um it's my first ultra i don't really know exactly what to expect um i've been training a lot or <laughs> not training a lot but in my training runs um the 13 milers that I've been doing, I've been trying to do at least a 13 or 20 the last couple of weeks and I can hold like a nine thirty pace pretty easy. 
um, which on the, is on the trails. On the trails. Well. And I'm not doing a lot of elevation. It's Remind just me not to train with the uh, Jay. So <laughs> no joke. It's just I put in a solid 12 and a half minute mile. I was just thinking, like this winter, trying to keep up with him on the skin track is going to be pretty rough. <laughs> well, I don't do. I haven't been doing much elevation. That's the big thing. Yeah, it's just shoreline fine. trail stuff. Um, so I think. What's the elevation in Moab? Uh, well, it? it's it's pretty high. It's not super low elevation. Yeah. Um. But that's not an issue. Yeah, I should say vertical. I haven't been doing What's much vertical. What's the elevation of Moab? Let's see. Let's see what Siri says. Yeah. 4,000 feet. About, yeah, about it's about the same, same here. So we'll see. Right now, my goal is to try and hold the 10-minute mile as much as I can, um, especially on like the flats, and then that'll give me some time to take breaks at aid stations and kind of reju- rejuvenate. And so do you have a, a pacer? A, a no, you can't use pacers in, in this race. Okay. Um. So the crew can come to one aid station. Hmm. So I'll have crew at one aid station. I guess it's two. Um, it like loops through this one section and you use the same aid station twice. So it's like mile 20 and or mile like 18 and 36, 38, somewhere what, in that. Um, what shoes are you wearing? Uh, I'm going to wear the Topo Mountain Racers. And they're in the awesome. desert. Have you... Have you been uh, training in those? Yeah, I've like put the last 120 miles been on those. I love them. Yeah. yeah, I I like the run venture, but I think with my knee, having a little bit extra padding has helped. Um, so I or not the run venture, sorry, the Terra venture. Yeah. Um, I really like Terra venture, and I think once this race is over, I'm gonna go back and try rebuilding on that Terra venture. Um, just because you can run more technical terrain in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been running on the, the mountain racer. Really like the shoe. It's a little more durable, I think, than the Terra Venture. The, f- the fabric that they use is a little bit more burly. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous just because I'm not as prepared as I should be. But it'll be an experience. That's for sure. Well, Greg knows a little something about running when not prepared. <laughs> yep. Long distances. What are you talking uh, about? I hear I just, that. I'm, I'm like the most prepared. No, so... I, you know, was I, your long run less than his long run for your hundred <laughs> less than Chase's long run? Yeah. yeah. Did you run thirty miles before? No, no, no. Twelve miles was my long run. <laughs> so I'm doing good before your hundred. Yeah, I'm doing. You good. got this, Chase. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So the way it I worked. I still can't believe you finished. Well, so I mean, yeah, I I kind of can't either, but. Um, when I was preparing for that race, I had a summer of adventure. Um, so I wasn't running, but I was doing stuff. Things. I mean, I had a young son. Shopping. Oh. Yeah. I had a young son. So I was throwing him in the backpack and I was hiking with him on my back two or three times a week. In between that, I was, I was rock climbing. I was, you know, I went with uh, a friend of ours, Daniel, and did the Grand Traverse Mm -hmm. and the Tetons. So that was like 25-mile push. It took us all day, but um, that was like a 25-mile push with tons of vertical. And so I was doing things that were – and backpacking and all this stuff. I was doing things that were getting me stronger um, and were kind of testing my ability to push past fatigue and those types of things, deal with dehydration and exhaustion and all that type of stuff. But, no, I wasn't running a whole lot. So then right before the race, uh, I signed up for the race three weeks before, um, and then I went on 
a two 12 milers back to back and then a five miler and then figured that I should taper um, <laughs> for the race. So, so then I didn't really run much after that. I, I did a three mile run on a new pair of Hoka shoes that some, uh, that a friend of mine gave gotta, me. Gotta break them in. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then that was about it. So of that hundred miler, I probably ran a total of 20 miles and hiked 80 miles, like literally. <laughs> but because I'd been hiking all summer with, with heavy loads and doing a lot of vertical, I was a strong hiker. And I was probably of the 300 people that signed up for the race and about, I think, 200 and I'm trying to remember. There was like almost half of those people ended up dropping out um, because of weather because it's hard because it's hard but also yeah. weather it snowed yeah. on us it rained on us it was super muddy and slippery and i mean at one point we had mud up to our shins like the last for about a 10 mile stretch from like mile 80 to mile 90 82 to 92 or something like that we were in just like shin deep mud it was exhausting so there was a lot of those types of things but um i was probably one of the last maybe 10 runners at mile 45 <laughs> eh, maybe maybe like last 15 runners that come in at like mile 45 and then over the night i probably passed 70 runners just hiking because that's when they were really starting to struggle and i was a good hiker so i just just trudged power just hike power hiked yeah. and um and then i started having it band issues and um and then I hmm. had to, I hopped on one leg. <laughs> I had hiking poles, but I kind of limped along um, with hiking Are poles IT for about the last band issues um, uh, fair across the sexes? and Like men and women get, or is that mo more men than women get IT band issues or more women than men? Like, do, so it's actually, I think, I think it's more women than men. Uh -huh. And a lot of times it's caused due to hip issues from mm. having children. And so a lot of hips get get out of shape and stuff like that when you have children, and then you run and certain legs aren't moving quite the right way, hips get locked up and stuff, and that can cause. Well, Chase, you've been go, you've been getting uh, hips worked on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hip hip work. Been doing called positional release therapy, um, and I haven't been in over a month because I was feeling really good. But the last couple weeks that I've been running, I've been noticing. My, I think it's my IT band. It gets really, really tight, like hip glute area. It's not painful like the IT band is down by my knee. When it's down by your knee, it's it's like unbearable. You're like limping. A knife in the side of your yeah, knee. Yeah, it literally feels like a knife jabbing into the side of your knee. Up here, it's just really, really tight. And I'd rather not run 50 miles on a really tight So is that hip. mostly overtraining, not being flexible enough, not enough water like i think what's a, the i think a big thing for mine that's going on well like greg mentioned it's when your hips get displaced is like a really common um thing and that can happen from a sudden fall or from overtraining um not overtraining but um yeah just like overdoing it without having a good base there's several different ways that can happen um from what i understand it can also happen from like not stretching after you run like you want to make sure everything's stretched out and relaxed and and in a better manner i'm not super good at stretching i have a feeling that the problem that i'm having right now in my like, hip area is just from not stretching when i'm done running and so i'll get better at that but 
All right, so 50 miles coming up in yeah. how many days? 10 days away, next next Saturday. So we'll, um, in, I don't know, 10 episodes from now, 15 episodes from now, 12, somewhere in there, we'll have a report, and we'll hear all about your race, because I'm, I'm excited. I've been out of the ultra running scene now for about five, six years, and um, it's fun. It's kind of, I kind of miss it. Is it is a scene, too. It's like a club. It it's, a, it's an interesting deal, yeah. and... And uh, I think, uh, you know, you run your first 50, you're in. Hopefully. You're in, man. <laughs> I'm excited. I have a feeling that this isn't going to be the only one. You're in because you ran 100. And I still feel like I'm on the on the edges because I ran a, a 50K a of, yeah. uh, twice, two or three times. I can't remember now. Um, and so the, that's where you're like, eh, eh. But a 50 miler, you're in. That's that's a long, that's Sweet. A long distance. Good yeah. to hear. I think anything over twenty six is yeah twenty six still an ultra. Yeah, that's what they good. say. But. Yeah. I'm, so what's your what's your plan between now and the race? Do you have your outfit picked out and? Oh, I gotta pick out an outfit. I mean, yeah. I thought about that. I know. Um, Do you know what underwear you're using? This is a big deal. Sacks. Sacks. Yeah, I've been doing all my training Do you in use sacks. Tight, like long tights. I use the the shorter sacks. Okay. Um, and then take a pair of icebreaker merino um briefs as well from the only problem i've ever had with sacks is after a long time sometimes that little seam like the ballpark pouch has a little seam on it and it can start to chafe i haven't had that happen on the 30 mile or i wore those and didn't have it at all but i've had that happen to me on a particular particularly on hot days okay i'm sweating a ton that's a place that chafes on me with sacks. yeah so I'm going to take those Merino ones. I don't like them as much for running. I love them for hiking and ski touring and stuff. But for more high impact stuff, I like the ballpark pouch, you know, and just it's more comfortable. Mm. Um, so I'm going to start out on the sacks and hoping that nothing happens. If anything happens, I'll take those icebreakers and I can change into them. Um, Backpack? Uh, yeah, the Salmon. What's it called? The Quest? Quest fund. I have no idea what it's But called. enough for some water and your rain yeah, jacket? Yeah, it has two water bottles and then like two pockets on, the front. on those. Yeah, I can put, um, it has this like compression thing on the side that I can put my phone into. Um, I don't typically take my phone running, but on this long race, I think it might be nice to have some music from time to time. Yeah, so I'm going to take some pictures too. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. So I'm going to, it holds my phone super well. It doesn't bounce around much. I can hold tons of nutrition and then it has a back thing that I can put a jacket in or something or strip clothes and throw them in there. You're taking the so, rab or do you have a lightweight OR? Um, I have a rab. I don't know that I'm, it's not supposed to rain. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm going to carry that unless anything uh, could happen. I've anything got a, could happen. I've got a little like three ounce rain jacket that you can take. It's, Maybe I'll it's use like that. The size of a, I don't even know. It's tiny, half half the size of a baseball. Oh, cool. Okay, well Something I'm gonna like use that. That's <laughs> yeah, maybe the size of a baseball. But pretty small. Yeah. Okay. And what's your nutrition you're going with? Um, I'm gonna use a variety. Um, my plan is to have one water bottle of water and one water bottle of Scratch Labs, and just kind of sip both of them. Um, and then some honey stinger waffles i really like the chocolate waffles so i'm going to take a couple of several of those mm-hmm. um some power or pro bar chews and honey stinger chews and i can't do goo i'm not a goo fan at all mm-hmm. like not necessarily the brand goo but any of the gels i should say i just don't 
whether it's honey stinger or science and sports or any of those i just it's a consistency thing so I don't I don't like that. That's like all they had when I started running <laughs> 10, 15 years well, ago or whatever. I, I ran I my marathon. Yeah, I ran a marathon in high school, and I feel like that's all they had was yeah. goo, and I hated that stuff. Yeah. But it works. <laughs> it just, yeah. So uh, yeah, I learned to love it. I'm like, oh, give me some goo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm also gonna rely heavily on some of them. The the uh, aid stations have quesadillas and pancakes mm-hmm. and bacon. I'm gonna chow yeah. down. I don't plan on. I mean, salted potatoes. Yep, they oh, have yeah. those. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that I'm gonna have to force myself to eat, even on like the longer, the 30 mile run. I did not want to eat during that, but you absolutely have to. So we'll see. But my plan is just enough nutrition to get me to every aid station, and then pig out of the aid stations. So nice. good yeah. call, good plan. You have a hat. Yes. I do. Does it say Icelandic on it? It does not. Is it foam? Is it a foam trucker? I've trained. I've trained in one hat the whole time when I want to wear it during the race. It's just a little. Yeah, don't jinx. Got it for right. I can't jinx myself. Yeah, exactly. Got it for five bucks in Jackson Hole, and it says Teton Whitewater. Just a little rafting company up there. It's too small for me. It (laughs) looks a little goofy, but it's a foam trucker and it soaks everything up. And I've trained in it, so I'm gonna wear it for the race. Nice. Cool. I I think you're gonna crush it. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I'm yeah. super excited. It's it's going to be a good time. I, I'm i sure I might be, well, I'm not sure, but I might be limping towards that finish line, but I don't really care. It's going to be fun. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, excited to hear about it. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today for the podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Struggling a little here. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Also, please leave us a friendly review. Um, five stars ideally and so that that helps other people uh, find us and want to listen to us so um, you can follow us on instagram at gear underscore three zero also you can like us on facebook our facebook page is gear colon three zero and visit our website gear30.com that's spelled out g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t-y.com thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode see you out there Oop.